Welcome to Soul Wisdom Transitions, the podcast that explores the spiritual and emotional transitions that shape our lives. I'm your host, Terry, and in each episode, we'll be diving deep into the stories, insights, and messages we have all received over the course of our lives. I call these messages our PTS, post-traumatic stories. During each episode, we will explore how to identify our stories, when and how they started, and most importantly, how to change our reaction to our triggers into a response that will enable us to experience the outcome we desire. From navigating grief and loss to exploring new paths of self-discovery and growth, Soul Wisdom Transitions is your guide to overcoming life's challenges and triggers with grace, resilience, and authenticity. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey of discovery and transformation. Welcome, seekers of truth and wisdom to Soul Wisdom Transitions, where we embrace the magical dance between the mind, the body, and the spirit. This sacred space is dedicated to guiding you on a soulful journey of self-discovery, personal growth, and spiritual awakening. Get ready to harness the power within as we embark on a transformational odyssey toward a more enlightened and fulfilling existence. Open your hearts and minds for the wisdom of the soul awaits. Let the transition begin. At Soul Wisdom Transitions, we explore the various stages of personal transformation, spiritual growth, and getting comfortable with connecting to and listening to our own soul wisdom. I am your host, Terry, and in today's episode, we're going to dive deeper into strengthening our intuitive abilities. So intuitive abilities... We touched on this a little bit on the last episode, so if you listen to that, you'll know what we're talking about. But if you didn't listen to the last episode, intuitive abilities is, it's something we all have. It's something that has been with us since birth and will be with us until we transition. And it's something that Unfortunately, because of growing up, our environment and our cultures and different mores and things you should and shouldn't do, we are not taught how to strengthen this connection. And that's a shame. So that's something I'm hoping to change by having you all listen to this podcast and make it okay to listen to that inner voice that we all have. I've mentioned before that it could be a gut feeling. It could be just something you know. There are some whose intuitive abilities are, are stronger than others. And that might be, you know, you're sitting in your home and you're like, oh, you know, I really need to call my sister. And 10 minutes later, your phone rings and it's your sister. So, or you're just sitting there saying, you know, and, and, I know a lot of moms who have this, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, your college age child is, is off and doing their thing. And you just get this feeling, uh Oh, hmm, there's something wrong. And you, you reach out and you find out that your child is going through some not awful trauma, although it could be, but some sort of difficulty. And, you know, the phrase, you know, a mother knows, A mother knows. It's your intuition. 
We all have intuition. We all have what I call your spirit guides. These are guides that are with you at all times. They're there to help you and guide you, since the name. But they can only do so if you ask them. So one of the things that I ask every day to my guides, and I just went in a shift in my guides, so that's a little new to me. But for a long time, my guides, their name was Joshua's, plural, because there was more than one. And every day I checked in with my Joshua's. And it was a a bit that I didn't hear back, which was concerning. And because of an intuitive class that I'm taking, I found out that we shift guides. There are some guides that are with us for certain periods of times in our life. And when that period of time is over or transitioning, they move out of the way and new guides come in. So I know new guides have come in for me. I just haven't gotten a name from them yet. But I always still talk every day. And the the question that I ask is, what do you need me to know today? And nine days out of 10, some opportunity pops its way into my email box or, you know, just I get a thought that, oh, wow, you know, I really need to do X today. And this is a way of of touching in with your guides. And one of your guides is your soul wisdom. And this is your, your higher power, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, your spirit self. It is that inner knowing that is here to help you on your journey throughout this life. And there are, you know, different ways that intuition impacts us on a personal and a professional level. Gave you the story about the mom who intuitively knew something was wrong with their kid. But it's also can be your your professional growth, your career. You can sit there and say, okay, if I choose X, is that the best thing for me? And I use dowsing rods, which help me connect. And uh, we can go more into that in a later episode. But I also ask for a sign. My sign has always been an owl. So I would say spirit guide, whose name I do not know yet. If it is in my best interest to do X, please show me my sign by three o'clock today. Now, it could be something as literal as seeing an owl. Unlikely during the daytime, but it's also, there was one question I asked and I asked for my sign and I didn't get it and I didn't get it and I didn't get it. And I'm sitting at lunch and I look over at my husband and he's wearing a t-shirt that has four owls on it. So it's like, okay, you know, hit me over the head, literally. (laughs) So, you know, you just ask for your sign and you can be specific. Please give me my sign by three o'clock today. Because otherwise, if you leave it open-ended, it could be two weeks and you see your sign and you're like, okay, was that from two weeks ago? Did I ask a new question? What, you know, what? You don't want it to get too confusing, so be specific. So there are many practical ways to develop and strengthen your intuitive abilities. One of those is meditation and mindfulness. You can practice meditation on a daily basis. Like I do it first thing in the morning to start my day and just get quiet and 
I use guided meditation. It's the Calm app, C-A-L-M app. And it's just a 10-minute guided ed- guided meditation. And you, know, you just sit quietly. I sit quietly in the dark, listen to the meditation. You can have just soft music playing and no words. You know, just whatever it is that, that helps you to get quiet, like settle, settle your mind, be aware of the silence around you. And sometimes it's not silent. Sometimes it's, okay, I hear the refrigerator going. You know, where we are now, it's like, oh, thank goodness the furnace kicked on. That's heating the house. So it's just, you know, awareness of the quiet or not. And just listen. Just be quiet and listen. And just take a few minutes. I do 10 minutes. That's all I need. There are some people who meditate for an hour. Not my thing. There's no way I could sit still for an hour. Many of us have, you know, the old excuse of, well, I have too much to do. I don't, I can't take the time. You can take 10 minutes. So just get quiet. It'll just give you the opportunity to connect with that soft voice that we all have inside of us. Another way to connect with your intuition is by journaling. I journal. I don't journal every day, although it is one of my New Year's intentions to journal every day. If anyone is familiar with Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way, One of the things that she really is a proponent of is something called morning pages. And morning pages is three pages of longhand writing pen on paper, not computer. Connecting pen and paper, your hand is connected to your brain. And if you just write and write and write three pages, it could be three pages of, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm doing this. Eventually, you get to a point where messages will come through, and you kind of know that it is a message from your intuition, because it might not be in your own voice, it might not be the way you would actually say something, but just keep writing, keep writing, 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 three pages, it could be three pages of, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job or three pages of my kids are driving me crazy, or whatever it is, just get it out. And eventually, usually the last paragraph or so of your three pages, you have opened yourself up and cleared the way for the messages that need to come through. Another thing on journaling that I do, or I have just started, is guidance and just say, Write out, again, pen to paper, what can I do to help my business be more successful? And just wait for the answer. And just write whatever you hear, write whatever you feel, write it down. Some of it will be nonsense and some of it will say, some of it will be like that little glimmer of diamond, you know, one little sparkly thing that's like, oh my God, I never thought of that. No, you just got the message that, you should think of this. So it's really profound when that happens. Doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, you just go, wow, okay, holy crap, I know what I'm doing. And as far as journaling goes, you could spend, you know, nowadays hundreds of dollars on a leather journal 
and get a multiple hundreds of dollars fountain pen and, you know, just say, I can't, you know, I won't be able to write correctly until I have the right tools. Use a notebook and a Bic pen. Doesn't need to be fancy. I always say, well, if I get my new fountain pen, and yes, I have splurged, then I will definitely write every day. As I said, I just splurged and I still don't write every day. I just went back to a spiral bound notebook and a rollerball pen and I seem to be writing every day. So it's doesn't need to be fancy, doesn't need to be expensive, just a notebook and a pen and you'll be fine. Also connecting with your intuitive abilities is engage in creative activities. Do you paint? Do you, you know, do you write short stories? Music? I mean, I'm an award-winning author. I never would have told you that years ago. It's like, you know, an award-winning author. What? Who? Me? Who's going to read my book? Well, I'm an award-winning author, so go figure. And now I'm writing my second book. And it's something that allows me to be creative. And uh, what, I'm, what I'm writing now is I've called it a fictional memoir because it's my life's journey. So it's part memoir from now, where I am now at 66, living on a six acre, acre ranch with, you know, a podcast and speaking opportunities and client work with my equine gestalt coaching business to getting into a um, an assisted living facility and what that journey looks like. So I'm kind of making it up as I'm writing, but I'm also, I mean, it's it's fascinating that what I feel is when I get to a certain spot, I can say, oh, I know what to do. I already wrote about this. So stay tuned for the publication of that book. And um, the working title at the moment is The Final Chapter, or is it? So another thing you can do for intuit in getting in touch with your intuition is your body awareness. Pay attention to your body's cues and sensations. Your body often communicates intuitive information. So practicing body awareness can sharpen intuitive abilities. I love bread. And I'm not talking white bread, wonder bread, That's that does not feed my soul. But if you hand me a soft pretzel, a big soft pretzel from the movie theater or from the county fair or wherever, I am in heaven. Now, I don't eat the whole pretzel in one sitting. Obviously, I take some home and make it last. But, you know, I know that too much of the bread is not good for me. And we all have things that we really don't want to get rid of. So one of the ways you can see whether uh, or you can test whether something is good for you is, uh, is muscle testing. Muscle testing is also known as applied kinesiology or muscle response testing. And it's a technique that's used to gain insights into the body's responses, energies, or imbalances, which is another way of saying your intuition. So what you can do for muscle testing, you can do this with anything. You can hold a, uh, a cupcake and just stand there with the cupcake, you know, yeah, around solar plexus area, hold the cupcake and just say, is this good for me? And if your body falls forward, it is. 
If your body falls backwards, it is not. You can do this with a glass of wine. For those of you who like wine every night when you get home from work, is this good for me? Is this not? You know, hold it, hold it, you know, you can do a test for a glass of wine and then try it with a glass of water and see the difference. So sometimes it's very subtle. Sometimes you feel like you're going to fall over. So um, that's another way of test of connecting with your intuition that knows which foods are good for you. One other way of connecting with your intuition is spending time in nature and observing its cycles and rhythms. Nature provides a rich source of intuitive wisdom and can help you attune to the natural intuitive energies. For now, you know, here in Colorado, we are just getting over an Arctic blast. And I'm very aware of the nature connections. I have to go out every morning at about 5.15 to feed my horses, no matter what the weather. So it could have a foot of snow. I still have to go out. Just a few days ago, it was negative 11. I still have to go out. And what I've also started doing and connecting with nature is I have a herd of deer with an eight-point buck and all his does, and they come to my back door every morning for their food, and I feed the deer. Definitely during the winter, they have more choices when the spring grasses start coming up, but that helps me be more in tune with the um, the cycles of nature. So I, I uh, strongly suggest you, you know, just go outside and sit, you know, if it's warm enough where you are, go outside and just sit in the grass. Just see, just watch the butterflies or the bees or, you know, listen to the bird call. It's, uh, it's really grounding. For me, it's very grounding. So one of the things that we can do is intuitive exercises, which I find quite fun. One of the things that I've done is you take a three by five index card and you have 10 and you write positive on them and fold it in half. And on the other 10, you write negative on it and fold it in half. And then you put them all in a tote bag and just sit quietly, reach in, grab one of them, and just know whether it's negative or positive. I just felt positive, and I got a positive response. So you can just play with this. Uh, you know, I do this every once in a while just to strengthen my intuitive abilities. And uh, you know, it's just a fun little exercise. And I got that exercise from this class that I mentioned that I was taking. It is called the SAGE Method, and it's with Isabu Maxwell who is fabulous. And she's the one that told me about my guides coming and going, depending upon what I need at the time. And she did the positive and negative exercises, which is fun. Once you kind of get the hang of that, one other exercise you can do, which I also have fun with, is you know, when you're sitting there in the morning getting quiet, you know, if you have chance to be quiet, you know, before the kids get up or before your husband gets up or when everyone has left the house, just say, okay, what are 10 things I'm going to see today? And then just write them down. It could be a blue jay. It could be your favorite car. It could be 
you know, something you don't usually see, like in my case, an owl. It could be, you know, just 10 things that you, that you, you know, my mom's brooch, anything, just write them down. And then throughout the day, be aware of when you actually see them and cross it off your list. And it's just an intuitive thing. Just get in touch with your intuition. Just get quiet. Listen to that soul voice and say, what am I going to see? You know, give me 10 things that I'm going to see today. Someday you'll get eight. Someday you'll get two. But it's fun to play. And I suggest that you do that. And then the last thing for intuitive connections, I will say, you know, seek intuitive guidance. You connect with a seasoned intuitive and practitioner or mentor, either me or someone else that you know who is an intuitive guidance counselor. And touch, you know, you can reach out to me through the comments section or in the show notes. All my contact information is there. I'd be happy to work with you and help you and strengthen your own intuitive abilities and have conversations there. So those are practical examples that you can serve as starting points for looking to cultivate and nurture your intuitive abilities. If you want more information on any of these examples, please feel free to ask. So before we close, I'd like to share with you today's Fan of the Week review, Tracy Burgess Bison. What Tracy has to say about my podcast is, what an inspiring podcast. Terry demonstrates true grit having overcome huge challenges. Soul wisdom indeed. Thank you, Tracy. I would love to reach out and connect with you. Please reach out if you can. And for those of you who aren't as uh, aware of my background as Tracy is, I am a 28-year sober recovering alcoholic and also a traumatic brain injury survivor. So I've been through some crap and I'm happy to talk to you about that too. If you want to be a Soul Wisdom Transitions fan of the week, please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review so you can get on the list. That concludes our episode for today. I want to thank you for tuning in to Soul Wisdom Transitions. Remember, as you navigate the twists and turns of life's transitions, trust in the wisdom of your soul. Embrace the lessons, honor the growth, and always remain open to the guidance that comes your way. Until we reconvene for our next soul-stirring conversation, may you continue to blossom into the highest version of yourself. Embrace the beauty of your journey and always be guided by the whispers of your soul. Stay tuned for more soulful wisdom on Soul Wisdom Transitions. Until next time, take care, stay curious, and keep flowing with the rhythm of your soul. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Soul Wisdom Transitions. I hope you found value in today's episode. If you enjoyed the content and would like to support my podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. Your feedback and suggestions are essential to my growth and improvement. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover, you can reach me at terry at beginagainranch.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to stay updated on future episodes and exclusive content. Remember, your soul wisdom is your power. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep shining your light through life's transitions. Until next time, this is Terry, your soul wisdom guide, signing off for now, and may your journey be filled with boundless soul wisdom.